You're listening to Anti-Didact, the podcast about how-to where we ask, how come? My name is Ian, and I am but one of your co-hosts. Who else is here with me tonight? Hey, what's up? It's me, it's Alex. We're back in digital form. It's the remote episode. Woo. <laughs> it's me, Hank. I'm your resident expert in inexpertise. And we have a special guest today in lieu of a Fred. Uh, Ass, would you please introduce yourself? Yeah, yeah. Hi, everyone. Um, this is Ass Nicholson, um, the haiku man, the the person going through your trash, the man in the shadows. That yeah. Hello. Good, good to good to be here. So that's where all my trash went. That's where all your trash. You have good trash. That's the where my, that's where all my shadows went. The listeners may know Ass Nicholson as the creator of both of our podcast arts for this podcast and our previous one. So, uh, you know, big round of applause for Ass Nicholson for really, you know, pulling the podcast together. I appreciate it. Yeah, woo, woo. Yeah, and as one of the sponsors of the Orifice, you're kind of like our um, gracious benefactor. Well, for, for, fortunately, Ian actually is the only real sponsor of the Orifice. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. like if I, if I were to die, you know, in some kind of fiery, well, California fire, really, like it would, the Orifice would live on. Mm-hmm. Payment would still go through. It would live on until my credit card gets declined. <laughs> Your credit card is really the sponsor. <laughs> it feels like it sometimes. Squarespace is not cheap, ladies and gentlemen. If I had a promo code to give you, I would. I do not have one. We're going to have to start appealing to like a board of stock investors, get more benefactors. As opposed to a board of, you know, other types of investors. Like uh, like what? What other, what other types? Um, people who invest their time in things. I don't know. Time, effort, brine shrimp. <laughs> oh, yeah, the brine shrimp investors. I feel like they'd be easy to win over. So, Ass, you had a recent run-in with some brine shrimp, right? Yeah, I, I did. You could say that. What is something that everyone should know about brine shrimp? You can only buy them in large quantities. Oh. <laughs> and, What's a um, large quantity? Like, you're going to want to consider, like, maybe, like, buying a fridge for your garage if you're going to, like, get into brine shrimp. No oh, man. Like, you're like, I'm. it's time for me to take the plunge. I've got, like, a stable home. I don't move very often. I'm going to get the, the shrimp farm going. You're going to want to get it. You're going to want to get a big fridge. The, 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 they're gonna come on a pallet. How many? Oh. Uh, how many fridges do you think you would like need to take care of like a pet whale or something? <laughs> I'm gonna go with you would need a fridge to put like the whale food in, and if the food is brine shrimp, you're gonna want a pretty big fridge. <laughs> oh, I thought you were saying to fit it in. Like you would need a pretty big fridge if you were gonna like use that as your whale habitat. Like, oh, I- <laughs> Killed my pet whale. Gotta put it in the fridge. <laughs> I have no idea what happened to it. No, I mean, it makes sense. You know, uh, you breed gr- brine shrimp in a fridge. Uh, you can also breed whales in a fridge. I think yeah. even a baby whale is like the size of a Toyota Camry. It's the size of a fridge, coincidentally. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know, but like how many, approximately how many brine shrimp do you think would fit in one refrigerator? Oh, man. Myriads. <laughs> um, myriads. I don't know if mine has room for myriads. Would you rather fight one refrigerator or a million shrimp? <laughs> one wait, one refrigerator-sized shrimp or a, um, a thousand <laughs> shrimp-sized refrigerators? <laughs> I keep my shrimp in my shrimp-sized refrigerator. <laughs> yeah, that would be very inefficient to have one shrimp-sized refrigerator for each of your brine shrimp, especially if you have a myriad of them. 
Yeah, but if you're like into jumbo shrimp, like that would actually be a great Indiegogo idea. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the shrimp refrigerator. You could have it. You could have it powered by like you know the thing in your car, the cigarette lighter. <laughs> yes. There'll be the uh, new source of renewable energy. So like every time you're like charging your car at the uh, EV station, they're gonna have a, f- a fridge full of shrimp in the back powering it. <laughs> yeah, I actually have my uh, my car powering my shrimp fridge but then inside the shrimp fridge the shrimp is running on a little hamster wheel so it uh, boosts my fuel economy yeah my car is in the shop right now and i'm kind of worried that the mechanic like might smoke a cigarette in it or maybe like try to farm some sort of small (laughs) animal yeah some sort of small (laughs) crustacean you look in the back and like the trunk is just full of soil there's just a big pink there's a big pink stain on your driver's seat I'm imagining it's just, like, flooded with salt water and you have, like, a little biome in the backseat. Yeah, everything's corroded. The trunk is full of seawater and sand. <laughs> Isn't that the experience of living in Massachusetts anyways? Yeah, I had Yeah, to... during, during sand season, it's brutal. It's awful. <laughs> during brackish water season, it's horrible. <laughs> I had to drive through a small uh, river today to uh, yes. rescue a small child. Yeah, we had some um, absolute, like, apocalyptic rain showers in in the northeast today. It was a, an apocalyptic drizzle. You wouldn't believe it. It was such a splattering no, it was, of water. it was pouring. At least, like, I my t- entire tire was, like, underwater. It was I got out of the car, and it was just absolutely sodden. I took a girl on a date once, and we went to the movie theater, and when we came out, it was, like, pouring rain. So we both got in my truck, and I, like, drove her back to her car. And she, like, I parked in this area that I thought was, like, you know, high ground. And she got out, and she stepped into, like, I shit you not, like, up to her (laughs) knees in water. Oh, my God. (laughs) And I said, oh, no. And then I closed the door because it was raining. And, of of course, you you laid down in the puddle so she could step on you. Yeah. You you snorkeled in the puddle. I threw my overcoat (laughs) off of my back onto the the water, and I told her to float on that. (laughs) So that was fun. I hate it when I have to, like, do aquatic maneuvers on dates. Yeah, I've gotten a lot better at uh, aquatic maneuvers, if you know what I mean. <laughs> oh, like a cannonball? Yeah. Like a jackknife? Yeah, like, I'm really good at doing a can opener now. <laughs> All right, so we have a guide today from the website WikiHow. You know, everyone's favorite website for how-to guides and how to guide them. I'm sharing the screen with everybody, right? So the name of the guide is... How to Build a Secret Laboratory. Alex, do you want to read the description? Absolutely. For the mad scientist in us all, the key to successfully building a secret lab is secrecy. This how-to expects that you absolutely trust the people who live in your house, or the house where the lab is being built. (laughs) Yeah, the, the lab is in mom's house now. You can't hide it from them. Also, to follow this wiki how, you'd have to be mad. This is not safe to do yourself unless you actually know what you're doing. And then you wouldn't be reading this, would you? <laughs> if you know how to read, you're probably, you know, able to build a basement or something. You can at least be a mad scientist. I'm, I'm like, trying to read this guide, and I, 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 I just don't understand it. I have no idea what it's talking about. Like, I think I just need to be angry. Like, I think only Fred would be able to understand this guide. Because only he would have enough anger contained with inside of him. He's the only one who can understand true madness. All right, so we have method one, the basement method. If your house has a basement, consider building a false wall with a secret door for access. This is the safest and easiest method. It is also least likely to break any laws. See how to build a hidden door bookshelf. 
Oh, come on. We have to take a slight detour. On the first... No, not on the first method. No way. Listen, the first method doesn't usually teach us how to build a hidden door bookshelf. All right, fine. Also, this is how to build a secret laboratory, not an illegal laboratory. I think that you need to definitely go to City Hall and ask to put the wall up. Building an illegal laboratory in my basement, can I put a false wall up? Oh, I didn't know that secrets were illegal. <laughs> Sir, that needs to be that needs to be a public laboratory. Yeah, you have this undeclared secret room, and when the fire department comes, they're gonna have to find the right novel to remove from the bookshelf to like stop you from burning down. It's great. <laughs> I'm, when my house is on fire and I'm yelling to the firefighters to save all my toys from my sex dungeon, they're like <laughs> not going you, to be able to find them. It's gonna be a total loss, and I'm gonna have to write. They're it like, off which my book is it under? <laughs> You're just yelling catcher in the rye while you're just, like, burning the flames. <laughs> you're on fire just standing outside of the house, yelling into the house at the <laughs> firefighters. <laughs> That's exactly what I was imagining. All right, so uh, I guess we're going to build a hidden door bookshelf. So let's, you know, we can skim this one. So, Alex, you want to take us through the first step? Sure. Calculate the dimensions of your space. First, measure how wide the bookshelf will need to be we need hold on, we need to like skim through this way faster. Yeah, that's to... not a very good step. You have to you have to weld a steel frame. So yeah, you need to be able to do that in your house. You need to be able to weld already to do this. So yeah, I don't think we should spend too much time on this detour. But I'm just kind of I'm kind of interested what the final product's gonna look like. Oh, it's literally you're just making a door, except you're using a bookshelf instead of. That's stupid. A it doesn't door. even like spin or slide into the wall like a cool secret bookshelf door. <laughs> How can I do this? I am a kid, and my parents are busy. <laughs> <laughs> you need to hire a contractor, child. <laughs> child contractor. <laughs> 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 he shows up with like a plastic hammer and like those like nails with faces. <laughs> Just imagining Bob the Builder. Bob the Builder was an adult man. He was um he was coded as a child. <laughs> yeah, he was I forgot child. he was child coded. Do you think he animated all those like pieces of construction equipment on his own in his own Yeah, he was lab? also a mad scientist and he brought his uh, fucking wrench to life and stuff. Yeah, that's kind of fucked bringing life to those inanimate things just horrible it's actually bob the builder's monster so we're back to secret laboratory secret hidden door you know not that interesting um maybe you can build your own hidden door and tell us how interesting it is <laughs> hank you you want to take us through uh method two step one yeah so the first method for uh building your secret laboratory is the under the house method Learn something about building foundation engineering. This doesn't mean get a degree, but what good is a secret lab if it caves in on you, especially if it takes your house with it? That's true. Yeah, I hate, I hate when I like build secret labs and they just like completely destroy my house because I have no fucking clue what I'm doing. I'm just like <laughs> digging a hole like under like my uh, foundation with a jackhammer. <laughs> just freestyling. I don't think there's a book that you could read that just teaches you how to dig a basement. <laughs> Well, you could uh, you could hire a child contractor to do it for you. You'd hire a child contractor. The children are like always digging holes at the beach and stuff, and it's like I would trust them more than anybody else. Oh I mean, wait, actually, you know the theory of like if you just start digging a hole, like men will just come and help you. Like, have you ever been at a beach? You know, start digging the hole, and all of a sudden build it, and they will come. If you start digging, <laughs> if you just random men will come into your house, their whole senses will be tingling. <laughs> is it is it just the men that like wear basketball shorts as a bathing suit? Oh, I think I think it, I think it would be the definitely would be. I think I it's basketball like shorts 
It's uh, sweatpants over basketball shorts. Uh, on the beach. It, it's 95 yeah. degrees out at the beach. I'm wearing my sweat sweatpants over my basketball shorts over <laughs> my, my, my busters. Whatever happened to, like, the guy who wears his leather jacket to the beach? Like, whatever happened to that guy? Oh, the fawns? Yeah. Ooh. Well, summer's over. I thought I got eaten by a shark. I think he jumped <laughs> over it, but then another one probably did scoop him up. Yeah, you really ate the shark with that joke. <laughs> Ass, would you like to take us through uh, Method 2, Step 2? Yeah, Method 2, Step 2. So let's just assume that you've already really fucked up your foundation <laughs> in your house. And you, you've, it hasn't caved in on you yet, so you're alive. So now's a pretty good time probably to, to, to go to Step 2 of Method 2, which is to build under the house. <laughs> All right. If the house doesn't have a basement, well, it actually it does now, but has a foundation, you can cut through the foundation and dig out a new thing. <laughs> oh, the sub-basement. I cannot think of a worse idea than, than first digging under your house and then cutting the existing foundation. Okay, l- let me just pause you right there, Ian, because this is exactly where it says this is where the engineering knowledge comes in handy. <laughs> I also like that they had to put the word basement in quotes, probably for legal reasons. I also like that for legal reasons, they've also said, depending on local laws, this is also likely to be <laughs> illegal without permits and very, very difficult to get approval for Every Every single step has had, like, a disclaimer at this point. Like, even in the intro, they're like, if, if, you, if you know enough to do this, then you wouldn't be reading this shit. I mean, Wait, if you're dedicated to the idea of having a secret lab under your home that you're renting or it's your mom's house or something and you don't want them to know it's down there like this is this is honestly good to know yeah like is this a the type of secret lab you hide from a spouse even you know like the lab cave for for the lab gentleman or or maybe it's like a, you're like a landlord and you're just like I, I need a i need a place to put the washer and the dryer machine i gotta i gotta dig out a sub basement uh, oh, yeah. i'm renting out my unit to scientists <laughs> <laughs> You gotta watch out when you're running to scientists. They'll just completely blow out the foundation. They'll dig their own lab. God damn, it's three in the morning and they're doing experiments downstairs. It's fucked. Oh, wait, hold on. There's considerations here, though, for, like, if you're living in the bayou, for example. If, if the house is a stilt house, there's less hassle, hassle and legality, but just as much engineering requ- required to ensure the house doesn't slump or crumble down around you. <laughs> The, ha- the image of the house is like it's barely stilted it's half stilted yeah it, also- it just looks like it wants to fall apart and just slide like right down the mountain at like 50 miles an hour right down so- that green slope <laughs> this looks like a diagram of a landslide that's about to happen <laughs> it's like you can see where they cut out the uh the ground and that's exactly where the support would be for the house so you know <laughs> you that thing the door is, is on down. the stilt side yeah <laughs> <laughs> It also looks like there's a little hole. Like uh, when you climb down the ladder, there's like a, just like a little hole leading to the outside. You might be able to fit through. Yeah, you have to jump over like platforming obstacles to get to the other side of the basement. Yeah, you got to avoid your sister Dee Dee. She's always trying to like fuck up. Hang, your shit. Hanging out under the stilts. Hey, get out onto my stilts, <laughs> causing foundation injuries issues. All right, I'll take uh, method two, step three. Decide on an entrance method: mm. secret door, false closet back wall. Trap door in the floor, <laughs> classic bookshelf door, stairs, this is, or wait, ladder. I need to point out that this bookshelf door has a different link from the other one, or might, so we need to check. Is this the same guy, <laughs> or are there two uh, bookshelf guides? Uh, no, they, they both wrote them. It's the same one. I'm looking at the hyperlink. 
Okay. It's comforting to know. I don't need to read two guides after this. Yeah, yeah it was like, it was the, that guide was like made by like their cousin or something. So it's like, hey, everybody, you know, check out these uh, cool bookshelf doors. Yeah, Everyone browse... collaborated on the original lab. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you browse WikiHow the uh, intended way, you are supposed to click every hyperlink on the way down and also read through all of those guides and click all of their hyperlinks as well. <laughs> Basically, if you want to read a guide, you're in for at least four hours if you're, you know, going to be true to the creator's intent. What do you think is, like, the original guide? Do you think all those guides, like, lead back to one guide without hyperlinks? Oh, it's the guide I... for making a wikiHow. <laughs> the universal guide. <laughs> yeah, there has to be, like, a baseline guide that was written. Like, the very first wikiHow article. I'm going to look that up. First wikiHow article. Travis wrote the first article, How to Ride the Elevator. Oh shit! Uh, <laughs> wow, that's really that useful. helps so many people out there. Yeah, there are so many people who probably never even knew how to ride an elevator until he told them. I mean, actually, imagine how weird it would be like if you didn't know what an elevator was. Like, if you took a pilgrim and you like stuck them in an elevator, they would probably freak out. Do you think they would fart in the elevator as soon as you put them in there? <laughs> well, they're on a pilgrimage. So yeah. I'm assuming they've been farting the whole time. Well, no, think about it. If you've never been on like an elevator before, when it like that sudden motion of going up, like if you're if you have any farts contained, like all of a sudden like your body isn't used to like having to hold the weight of these farts accelerating, and it'll just come out, you know. Yeah, just from farts. the change in pressure going from one floor to the other. <laughs> yeah, what, what do you think? I don't think a pilgrim has even experienced depressurization from like going up like ten feet in the air. <laughs> Unless they were, like, yep. a subterranean pilgrim, for example. Oh, yes. If they, if they were doing a pilgrimage to the center of the Earth. That's the best B-movie ever, a subterranean pilgrim. <laughs> Is it a pilgrim that crawls out from the Earth or crawls into the Earth? Because I think <laughs> those are both pretty funny. I'd like to think he crawls down into the Earth, then traverses the Earth, and then crawls back out at his destination. <laughs> <Back out of laughs> oh, man. Alright, so, you know, I'm partial to the secret door, because the secret door, it could be a door that looks like it doesn't open, but then it actually does open. That's that moronic. You're robbing yourself of, of viable book storage space by not going with the bookshelf option. That is true. Oh. Yeah, because, like, you know, a secret lab, it's gotta have a secret door. Like, just gotta. Yeah, well, you gotta... What, how can you even have a secret lab if it doesn't have a secret door? It's the only way. Uh, if you maybe if you like put your secret lab in like a library or something, oh, a public place where everybody will see it. <laughs> what if you just put on the door like no people allowed, and that that would cover almost everybody. Sci scientists only. <laughs> oh, what if every uh, bookshelf at like a library led somewhere else? Like each one was a bookshelf door. <laughs> That's a good reason to go to your local library and see what happens if you push over a bookshelf. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah just start pulling random books out and be like i'm looking for the door <laughs> see the dewey decimal system is actually a very like sophisticated mapping system for the underground tunnels that the book bookcases will lead you it's to. built by the masons <laughs> built by the librarians of the past <laughs> yeah where's the secret li librarian society that's what i want really wouldn't really wouldn't be a secret if you knew where they were it's <laughs> true um it goes on just Hang on, I'm chewing food. What are you eating? Pizza. Can I comment on the trap door in the diagram on number two? It's not, it's not particularly secretive. Mm -hmm. Yeah, can you kind of explain what's going on in this picture? 
Oh, well, on the left, you've got... I mean, it's, it's a picture, right? It's a rectangle. And on the left, you've got a bookshelf that appears to be just sort of on, like, a precipice about to fall into, like, a void. And you've got the same <laughs> on the other side. It's sort of like a nice Ikea cabinet with a mirror in the middle. And then in the, in the middle of all that, you've got, like, a frontier-style wooden... <laughs> door thing rectangle on on yeah it looks very different from the rest of the floor which seems like a very bad design idea it kind of it kind of looks like somebody just like had a pile of wood and they're like yeah it's a door we could put a rug over it like and people would be like what's that lump and you're like oh it's just the foundation of the house (laughs) oh i hate when i like accidentally forget to lock my secret door and every now and then like somebody just falls right through the floor like a yeah Yeah, you're just somebody walks into a rug in your room and they fall into your fucking dungeon. Your awful, unfinished dungeon. Oh, I see you found my laboratory. See, if Hank tried to dig a secret lab, he'd be digging into somebody else's apartment. Like, hello, how are you? Which would be pretty dope. They don't really talk about how to make a secret lab in an apartment. And they definitely don't cover how to dig into your neighbor's apartment. Every night, I would, like, rebuild the ceiling, but, like, closer and closer to the floor... Where, like, soon I've just lowered their ceiling, like, a good, like, seven or eight feet that I can fit a lab in there. So you're saying, to you you remove your floor and their ceiling in one go. Like, you completely remove the entire floor and ceiling. Then, then you put well, it you, back in an inch lower. Yeah, you rebuild it an inch lower every day while they're at work. And eventually you've cleared seven or eight feet where you can have your own private, like, half floor. I, oh, I, no, I think it can be done. I think it could be done. If, if you're, like, ceiling slowly like lowered by like a half inch like every day like how how many adjustments do you think before you would notice like i feel i feel like i would like it would blend in first it would have to be touching the top of my head when i sit down for me to notice (laughs) (laughs) yeah i can use my uh my sub basement powers uh like i'm just really good at digging that's how it works um i just want to close out this step by saying uh the guide also says consider putting two exits that's smart where would you put them on the left of the diagram where it appears to just be dirt or clay and then on the right which is also clay i would just put a door that leads to clay <laughs> i would have an exit just like to another sub basement below this sub basement oh like if there's an emergency you just have to keep going deeper <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> when things start to cave in you're like we have to retreat deeper into the cave <laughs> for safety we need to go into the sub sub basement i hope to be saying those words in earnest someday all right, Alex, do you want to read method two, step four? Method two, step four, study basement construction techniques, making oh. sure to pay attention to drainage and water penetration issues, as well as construction materials. Keep in mind that a huge truck pumping <laughs> large quantities of concrete can be replaced by slow setting concrete and a lot of endurance mixing it and pouring it yourself. Procrastination is not an option when it comes to cement. Yeah, that's, oh, that's something fun. we like to say in the cement industry, me and the boys. <laughs> yeah, my, my other sub-basement, I, I don't go into that one. I procrastinated too much on the cement. <laughs> yeah, I botched my third lab basement because I was lazy. Uh, <laughs> you you procrastinated? Yeah, yeah there's, there's just a half of a brick of cement drying. Procrastination um, is always an option. I like to imagine that you have you've already tried this once, but you procrastinated, and there's like you know it's a it's almost like a radiation zone. Like you have a big sign that says this is not a place of honor. Like you know <laughs> nothing of importance is buried here. Like, you have to just mark off the lab forever because you let the uh, cement fumes fill it. 
<laughs> that would, yeah, you have to you have to fuck up really hard at re-renovating your house to have to put like the Chernobyl sign in there. Yeah, that seems like the worst thing you can do. Also, study older construction techniques that have held up over the ages. Mm-hmm. If you have the time and supplies and strength, you can build a rebar-enforced granite wall by drilling through large granite granite blocks and connecting them with rebar through the holes and then seal it with concrete. It, it can't be that easy. How did you dig down if you have granite blocks like at your disposal under there? I got fists of steel. Also, this is assuming you didn't go with the ladder as the way to get through your trapdoor into yeah. into the into the basement, into the lab. <laughs> this is maybe one for the stilt house. Oh. <laughs> Have you seen those videos of the like the half-naked guys who like dig the pools and stuff? Mm. Like that reminds me of this. They'd be perfect for this. Like if I could hire those guys to come out and really, you know, build me a nice secret lab out of mud and uh, clay that'd be great oh, it's even a pool they're like welcome to the secret pool home <laughs> oh you get and so many views on youtube with that i all of my lab equipment is ruined because on the basement floor above it i put a swimming pool <laughs> they also like uh, abandon those structures that they build so like the water would become stagnant after a certain amount of time you just have a huge mosquito farm or brine shrimp farm underneath your house brine shrimp Ooh. farm type situation honestly doesn't sound half bad yeah, this is really the perfect option if your landlord says you can't have a pet and you really what want happens, a brine shrimp. What happens if the salt water from the brine shrimp farm gets into the pool water from the swimming pool? Oh, that's this, I think we're just asking for disasters here. Kind of like a salty shrimp, salted shrimp. So yeah, this combination of old and new will yield a strong wall that has a classical dungeon look to it. I mean, here I was thinking we were building a lab, but dungeon sounds good. <laughs> yeah, when did this become dungeon? This this lab is intense, or this guide in general is intensifying. Yeah, like, don't you need a lab to be, like, a sterile space? Like, it seems like this is going to be, like, a damp, wet, like, concrete polluted area. Yeah, the word Maybe. dungeon has a certain connotation to it, and it's not san- sanitation. Maybe it's, like, a mushroom lab, or it's, like, its purpose to grow, like, fancy kinds of mushrooms or something. <laughs> it's run by gnomes. Hank, do you want to cover this um, Eldritch Horror from uh, Method 2, Step 5? Oh, yes. Uh, obtain the necessary materials slowly and inconspicuously, <laughs> preferably from towns or cities two to four hours away. Collect materials. We need to describe the pic- the picture, though, because it is um, some sort of horrible uh, house octopus <laughs> that is made oh. by driving Qu- to locations. Quadrupus. Yeah, those are all my hidden items. Like, this is my treasure map of, like, where I've, like, found all the treasure. Each each one of these roads leads to the four <laughs> Dragon Balls. Uh, collected, collect materials in a hidden area, possibly a storage unit, rented in a near neighboring town, under a pseudonym, if you can. Yeah, you're not allowed to buy stuff from Home Depot unless you give them your full name. <laughs> you have to Imagine, go to the secret uh, Home Depot. Like, imagine just, like, opening up random storage lockers and just, like, finding them filled with, like, hidden treasure. Like, what kind of things do you think, like, you would steal for a lab? Uh, nothing they sell at, like, Lowe's or Home Depot, unfortunately. Alright, so this says for a mad scientist. So we need, like, beakers. We need, uh, a bottle of green shit. I don't really know what that is, but we need to find it. Yeah. Oh, um, maybe, like, a, like, one of those, like, uh, medical lasers. A, me- a medical laser? Maybe, like, dry ice. To make some, like, can... fog effects on the floor. Yes. You need dry effects. ice in a lab, yeah. Um, yeah. We need the wig, too. 
Oh a yeah, wig. a lot of wigs. Machine, machines that go. Psh. Yeah. 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 Elevators. It'd be nice to have an elevator in there. It's not. They go from the bottom things. of the lab to the ceiling of the lab. Actually, <laughs> it goes widthwise. It moves laterally through the lab. <laughs> You're gonna like it. Trust me. We'll, we'll just no, I think we should we'll, have we'll our. Uh, I think we should have our labs connected by a series of like mine carts with like the the <laughs> handlebars that you need to pump up and down. Hank, Hank, you're just ballooning the budget now. Like uh, this was just starting to seem feasible. Yeah, <laughs> like we've already decided the house doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, now we're tunneling. It's gonna be a long tunnel from where you are to where I am. Yeah, I imagine riding a minecart through the center of uh, underground America. That's, it seems the, like the, the whole the, the whole way. <laughs> going the whole way. In the Hank, what? How big are these minecarts? Uh, like shoulder width. You basically you have to like kind of squat, and, like crouch in them. Like they're pretty small. Like I, okay. I did need to save money on the. Okay, uh, maybe we can budget, budget that wise. if they're only shoulder length. Yeah, it's like a you know that um. Uh, what was it? Uh, that uh, it was uh, one of those guys in a cartel, and they escaped. They escaped from a prison by like riding on like a little tiny moped in like a tunnel on like a uh, like a rail track, and that's kind of like what I'm envisioning. That's the Shawshank Redemption, right? Yeah, <laughs> maybe he crawls through a mine shaft that isn't full of shit. <laughs> yeah. Ass, do you? Speaking of shit, ass, would you like to take uh, method two, step six? I would, and this really just feels like an area of expertise for me, so I appreciate you giving me number six. All right, <laughs> step six. Make sure you have somewhere to put the excavated dirt. This isn't a video game. Dugout dirt doesn't just disappear. Agreed. Large mounds of dirt in the backyard are sure to raise questions, though if you start a parallel garden makeover and spend time landscaping with the dirt, the questions are answered. More work, but more secrecy. One idea is to build a terraced garden with levels held back by retaining walls. Which all sounds good, except for the diagram is someone, like, d dumping what appears to be, like, large rocks off of, like, a cliff in the dark. <laughs> it looks, I know that's how I'd be doing it. It looks pretty Transylvanian, if I'm being honest. Yeah, it's got, like, the Tim Burton-style fence. Um, it's a Tim Burton-style, like, Nightmare Before Christmas, like, cliff. This is actually a lot like when they go to the top of that weird twisty cliff. This is very evocative of that, but imagine um, Jack Skellington, yeah, dumping rocks off of it onto unexpecting passersby. Es es excavating in the night. <laughs> I'd like to think all of these images at one point or another are like, it's like a self-portrait of the author of the article. <laughs> oh, it's like, these are his hobbies, which is like why he knows so much about it. These um, are like, you know, like soliloquies of secret labs that he's tried to build but then like the foundation caves in and he has to like he has to rent he has to rent elsewhere it's also got a very weirdly anthropomorphic uh like cliff like it kind of has a big forehead and then a nose and a big chin oh it mm -hmm. looks like a guy like wearing a hat uh and it has a little piece of plant in his mouth i have a, a total conspiracy theory about this image i think it's the um it's like the moon with a face and they just put it on there as a silhouette like Fuck there's it. supposed to be a moon behind it. Mm. it yeah. yeah, no, uh, I totally see it. It kind of looks like Mac tonight. Yeah. No, I think it's the fin of an orca whale. Mm, an orca whale. Yeah, like they have the like the whale jumping out of the water, and they made it black, and it looks like a cliff because it's like the fin with a little indent piece. No, I totally see that too, and it's got like a weird underbite. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
You'll have to you'll have to draw this for me later because I do not see that. I will take method two, step seven. Shore up your dirt walls. Dirt always wants to settle, so make sure it's braced to stay in place as you dig. <laughs> this is especially important in areas and seasons with a lot of rain. You cannot overshore. Amen to that. Yeah, I hate it when like I'm like the it's like rain season and I'm like in my like third or fourth sub basement and just like a torrent of water is like coming in and I'm like trying to <laughs> escape basement water. Like, yeah, we're already as it's like up. A, a stilt a house with like stilted supports and then um it's wet season as Hank said and you're building like seven basements now. I think it's safe. I see on the image that there's like this uh like dark spot is kind of over the wood. So I think there's mm-hmm. already kind of some murky mud down there. Like, I think you're already knee-deep in poison water. Oh, you think that's brown water? Yeah. I, <laughs> I like how this is just, like, lazy uh, graphic design, too. Like, they put one of the textures for the dirt above the support. <laughs> yeah. Fucking idiot. I'm so smart. <laughs> I, I just can't stop looking at that. It looks stupid. All right, Alex, you want to do uh, step eight? Uh, yeah, ensure structural support if you are tunneling to make a larger lab than your initial downward hole. I started with a downward hole, but now I have an even larger lab. (laughs) (laughs) That's what they always say. This is related to shoring, but even more important, failure here can mean death. Tunneling is not recommended unless you are a skilled tunnel engineer used, (laughs) used to designing permanent tunnels like subway systems. Dude, okay. I, think, I think I could fit a subway system, in, you know, in between my labs. Yeah, I think I could do that. Didn't they bust, like, El Chapo, like, running drugs through, like, really long tunnels under the border? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe he, like, followed this guide and then was able to do that. Maybe he <laughs> wrote this guide. That's true. Oh, nobody else would have uh, more tunneling knowledge than him. By the way, you need to be a lot of different kinds of engineers to, like, build a secret lab. Yeah, when and they you say- want a lab with a tunnel, you're like a foundation engineer, you're a tunneling engineer, you're like a shoring engineer. And that leaves over like no engineers to actually do the experiments. Like, you, yeah, there's, this is, uh, um, continues to be unfeasible. I'm disappointed with this guy. I was expecting to have like a secret lab tonight. Oh, I got the, uh, I got the secret lab represent the chair. Yeah, Hank's got a secret lab chair, as do I. Uh, they're the only types of uh, chairs you're allowed to have in the uh, the basements. In the yeah, lab get that community. whack shit out of my basement. Only secret lab chairs. Hank, you want to take uh, method two, yeah. step nine? Make sure your walls are structured enough to hold back the dirt, hold up the structure above, and keep each other from falling inwards. Mm-hmm. Integrated beams between the walls can help maintain an outward structural presence, sacrificing a little headroom for safety. Eh, I think I'll keep the headroom. Yeah, I'd rather have headroom like it's 2021 yeah if you're strong enough you can just hold just if the walls start collapsing just hold them hold them back up like you just, you just gotta do it yourself yeah it's it's like it's like atlas the old myth and you had to hold up the secret lab forever yeah because <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I don't think the extra like the the wooden beams the loss of headroom um like you know just enough force and you can you can get the job done you could yeah. just hire people to stand there and hold it up yeah, yeah, my secret lab, like, servants. I'm like, hello, uh, nice, uh, yep, first day on the job, yep, so your job is to hold uh, this rock in place and make sure it doesn't fall over. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> fantastic. All right, Sisyphus, all you have to do is hold this rock at the cliff, okay? <laughs> what happens when I get to the top? 
I don't know. You try to push it off, I guess. Or, you know, it <laughs> comes back. You, to you push it off of the, the creepy anthropomorphic cliff. Oh, ass. They're very strange method to step 10 with no description. Okay, 10. Pour your new lab foundation, same as any basement, ensuring a drainage route for flooding. For, for, for all of the, for the daily flood. <laughs> Actually, I think if you live in a stilt house, it means that you're in an area that like floods so often they don't even try to build basements. So you that, are completely... They literally flooded. built the house above the ground. <laughs> because the drainage is so bad. This guide is banned in New Orleans. Yeah, I, I feel like if this home is known to flood every day, but like you you can also tell people potential buyers that there's a drain it actually probably helps your resale value if you're like living in like a flood prone area but like you're trying to like you know you know that people want basements i'm just giving the people what they want you know yeah like it'll it'll drain yeah you got eight <laughs> feet of water in your basement it'll yeah it'll just go right down there just whoop. yeah the local regulations say you need to drain that's it the only the only downside is like the the suction power is so powerful that it'll suck down all of your uh, lab equipment as well. Yeah, what if the green stuff gets in there? That's why you put like a you gotta put like a a hair filter over it, like you put in your bathroom drain. <laughs> <laughs> oh Actually, my lab my labware! <laughs> <laughs> my beakers were destroyed. This is actually a great place to make slime from the last episode, so. Oh. You know, if mm-hmm. you're if you're trying to build your slime business, you're really gonna want to you know build this first because then you can really expand your operation. Um, method two, step eleven: provide power to your lab. I so we we're flooding, but we do have to power the uh, the booping machine and the beeping machine and all so, the toasters. We have like sixteen toasters down there. It's a classic conundrum. Pull multiple taps off of several existing bedroom circuits if newer wiring, or tap off of the least used house circuit if older wiring. Um, so you have to be an electrical engineer, too. Add that to the list of engineering degrees you'll <laughs> you'll want, recommended to have if you're going to do this project. Yeah, or, nope. or you just have to be really lucky. <laughs> yeah, I've, I'm a luck engineer. I engineer fortunate situations. <laughs> um, know your house wiring techniques before doing any wiring. There are many books on the subject. If your lab power needs are too great for this wiring, get a new circuit installed by a licensed electrician. Whoa, 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 whoa. How can it be a secret lab if your electrician wired it? He's got to become like your egoer. You you have to like trap him in there and make him um, hand you the green stuff. And then he can be in charge of the lightning when I reanimate shit <laughs> down there. I just like that they give you at least like a list of a few like really poor excuses you could use to your electrician as to why you need like power run to your illegal basement. <laughs> yeah, claim. Yeah, sorry. It says uh, you might need to get an el- licensed electrician claiming for a high power equipment laser printer, electric tankless water heater, <laughs> a new dryer, or power tools. Depending on where the circuit will go, then tap off of that. Uh, so, like, you tell him, you, "Oh, I'm getting a new dryer installed," and he has to climb down a ladder into like this like weird ass like room that you built out of flooded room cement. It's <laughs> yeah. my laundry room. That's why I need the dryer. It's got to dry this place out. Yeah, this is my secret laundry room. <laughs> this is where I do all the laundry my wife won't let me do. Yeah. Everybody needs a place for their secret laundry. <laughs> Must be a hell of a printer, though. You're like... 
what are you printing like uh, documents <laughs> you know correspondence <laughs> yeah imagine having a printer room it's like oh shit I left it in the printer room can you go grab it that's like kind of satisfies my, my dream of living in an office building like as a house <laughs> Like, I would definitely have a printer room if I lived in there. Would you have them on the wall, like, trophies, like, hunting trophies? Oh, man, that would be so awesome to have in an office, just mounting an old printer, like, above your computer. Fuck. Imagine People... having that for, like, an alarm clock. Like, every uh, every morning, uh, the printer taped to your ceiling just, like, prints something out on your face. At, at exactly when you need to wake up for work. All your printers just start printing wake up. <laughs> I'm gonna turn my house into just an elaborate Rube Goldberg machine, just so I can wake up. Hey, hey, pull for the room. Kind of off topic, but kind of on topic. If we're gonna have this printer discussion with our electricians, are are you guys toner people or ink people? So I'm a toner guy. Are you um, really? I'm a toner as well. Do, do you like? I... Do you get a kick out of shaking the toner to and like putting it back in? Because you're like. The thing's like, it's, I'm out of toner, and you're like, let me just give it a shake, and I'll put the toner Wait, no, back. is that the thing they use for laser printers? Because I'm pretty sure laser printers. Okay, yeah, yeah no, I do. La I laser printers toner. use I like toner. Lasers. I'm a big laser fan. Big old, I like lasers. Fuck, my camera stand is collapsing. Which was also just a big pile of Magic the Gathering cards. <laughs> Alex, um, so you didn't really answer the question. Are you really into inkjet printers? I'm an ink guy. Oh my really. gosh. Whoa. Yeah, um, as an employee of a public school system, I'm, I'm, I've been forcibly converted to to ink. You Your ink printers have printer? like the thing that you need to like peel off the side of the paper. Honestly, I've I've never um, replaced the ink on the the work printers. You'd have to ask a licensed ink engineer. That's yeah, that's government ink. They've got someone for that for your school. <laughs> uh, method two, step twelve: consider plumbing. While building, you might find yourself needing to take a shit. And face to face with the guts of your house's plumbing <laughs> while digging. You're gonna have to take this a shit a face very, to face. This is an absolutely visceral article. Um, a little uh, blurb here. Using some uh, charged language. <laughs> if so, you are in luck, as you can quite easily tap off these lines for source water. If you've also found your sewage line, that's good. But if you are below the level of the sewage line, you'll need to store and pump wastewater up to it. The waste tank will take up some of your previous excavated floor space, and the pump will take up power. If your experiments need no water, you might not consider plumbing. Well, personally, like, I, I'm going to need a bathroom down there. If I'm, if I'm really into my lab work, like, I don't want to have to climb, like, up a ladder, like, through my secret door and, like, down the hallway in my, like, messy lab get-up just to, like, yeah, take a if, if Would it, it be, like, so a powder room or, like, a full bath? Like, what would you have? Uh, I'd probably just have full bath. I may as well just put a shower in there. Yeah, it feels lame going from the secret, like, lab and dungeon and you're going to, like, a not-secret bathroom. It kind of just, like, kills the vibe. Yeah, secret dungeon. And if the police are bathroom. dusting for trace elements, they're gonna find that in your bathroom if you've been walking around in your lab clothing. <laughs> yeah, they will. They will. Actually, the the bathroom is part of a new experiment I've been running. <laughs> Just to see how quickly it takes me to get to the bathroom. How many times can you poop in one day? 
<laughs> I'm going to get to the bottom of this. How many brine from can you flush down the toilet? Because <laughs> the cops are at your door. <laughs> My hypothesis? Very many. <laughs> Ass, you're very, you're very familiar with scientists, correct? Mm. Um, are, do the scientists have their own special bathroom inside the lab? Um, so... I, so, okay, funny story. I work in a building full of scientists. There's no denying that. And on my floor, which is the fourth floor of the building, there's, there's one bathroom for the whole floor. And that's where, that's where they all go. And so I think they just hold it all day because I, I only poop on, on company time. I'm hourly, and so I only poop when I'm on the clock. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, I, I spend a lot of time in that bathroom, and, like, it's, they don't come in there, so I think they just hold it all day. Is it like a is it like a one person bathroom or this like stalls? It's a it's a you see so imagine you walk into the bathroom, the, it's a left turn into the bathroom. There's a urinal, there's the regular stall, and then there's the party stall, oh, um, or party the stall. slash accessible stall. But it, like let's be honest, it's the party stall. It's, it's like getting like, the corner office. It's like getting the corner office. Um, but something I love about watching scientists all day is because they, they spook really easily. And sometimes if I walk into the bathroom and they're like, oh, shit, ad, like he's coming for our receipts. He wants our receipts because he needs to, like, I bought something and he wants the receipt. And sometimes they will, like, look at me and, like, without saying anything, they will literally, like, bolt out of the door without, without, like, flushing, without washing their hands. They, will, they flee. And they're, and they're 40, you know, and they have PhDs. So. <laughs> I expect nothing oh. less from uh, this nation's intelligentsia. They're the, they're the cream of the crop, so to speak. <laughs> they're the briniest of the brine shrimp. Yes, absolutely. Sorry, did that answer your question? There's one bathroom for all of them. They don't get their own bathroom. Uh, at least not, not in my department. Maybe in, like, chemistry they do. I feel like chemistry's got more money. Yeah, yeah. I feel like the bathroom experiments. But see, chemistry's missing one key ingredient, and I think we all know what it is. I'm not even going to name it at this point. Honestly, guys, after this episode, I think that it's worth it's worth your while to write to Brian Shrimp Direct and see if they'll sponsor the show because you've given them more press than <laughs> they've probably ever had in however long their company's existed. Besides, mm-hmm. like the billboard they own somewhere. We told our gullible listeners to fill their back seats of their cars with Brian Shrimp. Um... The the Brian Shrimp Direct is like the the owners like you guys need to come into the office now. <laughs> they're doing a shrimp sweepstakes they're making a run on our product which has to be brine shrimp they're doing a shrimp sweepstakes <laughs> alright so method 2 step 13 light your lab consider getting a daylight or full spectrum bulb to avoid life force sucking elf effects of normal fluorescent <laughs> office lights these can be obtained and used with extension cords with the excavation steps and permanently installed at this step. See how to make a windowless room appear light. And that one does not have a hyperlink, so that's kind of fucked up. There's no way Yeah, to- they had to remove it after uh, an unfortunate incident with a windowless room. Oh, yeah. what do you bet it's like a forbidden jutsu? Like, you're not allowed to know, like, how to make these, like, non-life-sucking bulbs? Wait, ho- hold on. 14 is it's just done? Yeah, fourteen is just finish it. Like, just make make the lab a lab, I guess. Jeez, have you have you guys noticed that it's it's the European plug? This lab was built in Europe. If you look on the wall. Oh, oh it is yeah. from the Europeans. You're right. This narrows it down. 
Yeah, where is somewhere that floods often in Europe? We'll probably find the lab. Um, it's for, this is the Netherlands. It's <laughs> it's a Dutch lab. <laughs> Those are the best kinds of labs, in Maybe my like opinion. A, like a Welsh lab. There's just a sheep down there. <laughs> That's a, a a Welsh lab. Sounds like a, a British euphemism. <laughs> All right, so method three looks pretty straightforward. Do you guys want me to uh to binge read this? Yeah, let's do the lightning round. Yeah, lightning. All right, method three, secluded building method. Yes. One, buy a piece of secluded property. Two, hire a contractor to build a standard <laughs> butler-type metal building with power, communications, and utility upgrades. My butler building is finally done. That, that yeah. butler building looks like a building for a different kind of non-paid employee. <laughs> yeah, it looks like a room for a different type of lab. Step one, buy secret land. Step two, tell someone about your secret land. But hire a secret <laughs> contractor. Uh, step three, retrofit lab equipment after construction. <laughs> That's great. At least they just tell you to go straight for it and just hire a contractor. Yeah, tell somebody else to do it. I think the next method, though, is definitely is an indication that this, this may have been written by Dutch people. There's been a lot of considerations for, like, water. Anyhow, method four is the island method. So first, you're going to need to buy a private island, and you're going to want to make sure you have a good budget before considering it. Two, t take the time to grow trees in the area you want to build on. That's smart, actually. You know, long-term lab project. Yeah. You're going to want a lot of green space for, like, when you're thinking <laughs> in between your experiments. I'm going to dedicate 100 years to growing trees. <laughs> so, <laughs> spend all your money before you can build the lab. Mm -hmm. I'm going to paraphrase that one. Yeah. And then recover your money and build the lab. Wait, so I just um, want to take one... I want to take one moment to appreciate that they're like... They're like, we recommend saving for about a year. With, uh... Depending on how much money you get per week, per month. Like, I think one year of saving, you know? I think that'll probably give me, like, maybe, like, a whole secret lab's worth. Like, enough to buy an island, right? Yeah, even if you're yeah. only putting a hundred bucks in a week, you know, that's... That's an island. Somewhere. I feel like the house that they built on this island in the picture is taller than the trees that they grew. <laughs> They're only shrubs now. Yeah, this is among some of the worst um, visual work we've seen on a WikiHow. I don't know. I like it. It's a kind of a clean style. You can you can dig into your island. Oh, that's a bad idea. <laughs> you see how it goes under the waterline? <laughs> wait, wait. If you insist on building underground, dig a hole at least ten feet deep. That you are. Make sure this is allowed. You are the owner of the island. <laughs> It's, yeah, it's a convenient diagram to show you how flooded your basement will be when it floods. Oh, I see. Yeah, this one's extremely flooded. Well, what about the tides? It doesn't even talk about the tides. Well, maybe it's a lake. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, are, do we really want to put our brine farm on, like, a freshwater uh, body? I don't know about that. They're showing the lab underwater in the last <laughs> step. That's why you have to have the good drainage Yeah, but look at their living room. It's nice. That is a nice living room, and they do live on an island, so that's the pretty lab, cool. The lab oh, is, like, so much bigger than every part of the rest of the house. And they're using the secret bookshelf door type. Oh, I do see that. They, they only have are. one exit. The, yeah. only th the only things in the house are a bed and a bookshelf. It's like, they're going to find <laughs> the bookshelf door, I'm sorry. 
I mean, they're also going to find the tunnel that leads out from the bookshelf into the, into the basement, <laughs> which is which is as wide as the house. All right, we got some community Q&A here. Uh, question one, what if I can't afford all of this? If you cannot afford any of these options, you may want to consider locating <laughs> an abandoned building in which to conduct your activities. <laughs> I love it. Uh, 30 people said that was helpful. Is is this wow. secretly a Wait. guide for a meth lab, and we, it's just been going over our heads this whole time? Oh, this could be a good can idea we go for, for the a meth second lab? question here. It, there's there's a lot to unpack about this one, I think. Okay. Yeah, can I build a lab on my balcony if it doesn't need to be a secret? <laughs> Honestly, great question. But then the community answer is no. It will still attract attention. But the asker of the question said, "I don't need it to be a secret." Yeah, the the reading comprehension skills on this are, are very poor. <laughs> also, dangerous vessels might fall off, and if you must use it, oh, it's gone there. Oh my god, I'm just constantly dropping dangerous vessels off of my balcony. <laughs> I'm constantly creating plutonium in my house and just accidentally knocking it off the balcony, roasting a dog. Members of the public with the beep boop ray. Oh yeah, you won't want. They don't like that. <laughs> People hate beeping and booping. And when you put it together, it's a recipe for a disaster and a lawsuit. Um, can I build a secret laboratory in my room? A room is not a good idea because people would be constantly looking or coming in. A closet in your room would be a better idea. <laughs> if you don't have a room in your closet... What? If you don't have a room in your closet... No, if you don't have room in your closet, I'm stupid. Then under your desk would do. Micro lab. Yeah, uh, hello, welcome to my lab. Uh, it's it's right here under this desk. Uh, these are my brine shrimp. <laughs> you can only use microdoses in the micro lab. And now that I've told you, I have to kill you. <laughs> Unless you want to become my Wait, secret go up, contractor. Go up. go up. Can a tree be... Sorry, can a tree house be used as a lab? Definitely. As long as it is somewhere out of the way. If you were a child, you can have a tree house in your yard. And nobody will question you. If you're a child homeowner, you can definitely have a treehouse in your yard. <laughs> I'm going to pretend to have children so I can have an excuse for a treehouse lab. I think even if you were, like, living in a house alone, you could still have a treehouse as an adult. Yeah, they would just kind of know you're doing shady shit up there. Yeah. I, th I think that the spy, by the way, who asked if they could use it as a spy headquarters is maybe not the best spy. Yeah, you got to do better than a treehouse, even for a rookie. I think, you know, they're maybe they're not below their cover. You think that like, they're, it's from like a, a, a public computer in like a library? Yeah, like this guy, like he like called somebody on a payphone and then told them to like sit at a computer and then type his question into WikiHow, mm. and then like do one of those uh post uh, postcards with the cutout letters and then mail the answer back to him. Hmm. So I think unlike the the bank robbery and the sorcery episode. This one really had a lot of readers who are children because a lot of these comments are like, "I am a child. I, I need a lab." <laughs> yeah, a lot of a lot of questions for the fact of like, "I'm a baby. Can you build it for me?" Yeah, my my contracting work like went up, so like now I gotta get in labs. Yeah, um, I think I think WikiHow really does advertise their like their guides to children. They're just very attractive and colorful, and they all have funny pictures too. All right, so, uh, you know, just one last tip. I'm not going to read all of them, but if you have a, you should have a large budget for this project, especially if you plan on building on a private island. Wait, I also, I just want Hank to read the last bullet point right there. 
Keep in mind that depending on the nature of your research, health risks may come into play. Make sure that if you are dealing with chemicals, you will not have a problem with dangerous vapors going up into your home, as well as any scent that might give away your location. So, oh, like, like the smell of maps, for example. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the smell of your experiments. No, I'm sorry. Oh. I just I just passed a little bit of gas off. So that was it's not a meth smell. It's a, it's a fart. One thing I do appreciate about this guide is I get the feeling that they really do want us to build this. Like, they were coming up with potential excuses to the electrician. Um, they're trying to get you not to reveal any sense that will um, make you make you notice. So, like, I, I like they're really looking out for you. And I appreciate that. that we, so we have to really give a hand to this Dutch scientist. It was an earnest guide. Mm. True. Mm. There, yeah, you could have shitposted this guy, you could have not taken it seriously, but, uh, you know, th this person's passionate about safe <laughs> basements that are secret labs. Honestly, after doing this podcast with you all, I'm considering building a secret lab in, in my new house. Ooh. Well, I mean, there's just so many possibilities, and uh, honestly, an opportunity to keep the vapors out of my house and keep them in the basement just sounds awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Man, all the vapors, like, all the different types of vapors you can make with a secret lab, like, you'll never run out of vapors. Yeah, and I think that's uh, the message we'll go out on on this pod. Um, don't ever give up your vapors. <laughs> don't give up your vapors, and, and never give up your printers. But there is something is not enough shrimp. By the way, they didn't even mention once, measure twice, cut once, but that might be worth commenting at a later date. Yeah. All right, Ask, do you have anything you want to plug real quick? Anything that you're doing? Anything that you're uh, interested in these days? Oh, man. N no. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to this podcast. Yes, please If you've do. made it to the end of this podcast, continue listening to more of these podcasts. They'll only get better from here. Oh, yeah. All, all roads lead to up. All right, everybody, thanks for listening. Uh, check out our socials. We're in the episode description. Uh, so long, and see you later. Peace. Bye. Magnamorphous! 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 Dot org. The whole shebang.